but you can get in these states of flow and it's like, you know, I don't know everything scientific behind them. I just know when you initiate them, you become more creative. You become more productive. You become more energized. It's very euphoric. And you get in these states. I get in them on long runs or long cardio, like endurance to cardio based cardio um, sessions. And like, I'll get there and you hit it. And guess what? You don't even remember what you're doing anymore. You don't remember your legs are moving. You don't remember that you are about to pass out from exhaustion. You're fucking floating. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter piece, got war and peace inside my DNA. I got power, poison, pain, and joy inside my DNA. I got hustle, though, ambition, flow inside my DNA. I was born like this, and sworn like this, immaculate conception. I transformed like this, performed like this, was y'all shoot a new weapon. I don't contemplate, I meditate, then off your fucking head. This that put the kids to bed, this that I got. So uh, it's a little ironic. I I dropped about a grand last night on some equipment to do this podcast. I've done one, got an episode up with a close friend of mine, Jacob Morris, and uh, wanted to, you know, I've wanted to start this for a while, whether it be YouTube videos, mm -hmm. just content, um, and a podcast. I've I've wanted to start a podcast. I, I didn't know what that would look like. I didn't know what it would look like uh, making videos, and I really don't know yet what all that will be. Um, but I just know that, you know, I've been consuming content for a long time and I watch people who are doing it and, and you see them at where they're at. And it's a little intimidating because, you know, they have, they have establishment, they they're established and <clears throat> you don't know what it takes to become that. You just, but the, the one thing they did that you're not doing is they started. And that's what I'm doing here. Um, but like I said, it's a little, it's a little bit ironic because I dropped about a grand on equipment last night and here I am sitting in the car, um, recording my second podcast video, what will be my second podcast audio. Um, and the thing of, the thing about it is, is I just want to, uh, I just want to, I, I just want to put the content out there regularly and I want to, I just wanted to start. I wanted to be one of those people who started and so here I am sitting on video. You might hear cars in the background driving by me. Um, you know, you might hear people walk by and that's fine. So for anyone who is listening or watching, um, so first of all, if you're listening, you can also find me on video at YouTube. Um, it's qu at Quentin.McNab is the handle. Um, and for anyone watching the video, you can follow and just keep up with my audio podcasts. So everything I do on video in terms of these, you know, long conversations or monologues that I'm going to be having, you'll find it in audio. Um, it's called Intuition. You can search for Intuition on um, any of the major podcast platforms and, uh, you know, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, everywhere else that you can find podcasts. I'm distributing it to as audio and the video will be here at YouTube. Um, but yeah, if you just search for intuition and, and put my name in the search too, intuition, Quentin McNabb, you'll find it. Um, as of last time I checked, it wasn't indexed at Google yet, but it should be, you know, any moment at any rate. 
So this is my second podcast, and I kind of wanted to explain just a little bit about... So the, the, the first podcast I had was a conversation with a close friend, Jacob Morris. We talked about strongman training. He's, he's in strongman training. We talked about just a little bit about our interests in bodybuilding and fitness and training in general. Um, you know, and, and some other, and some other things just had a conversation and this one will be my first monologue. And I was a little bit, um, apprehensive to start a monologue. I've never just sat in monologue before, just sat and, but, but I can tell you this, like I have monologues all the time. Um, <laughs> I have monologues all the time in, in my mind. Um, I'm a thinker, I'm a philosophizer, I'm a, uh, methodical person. I'm, uh, uh, an analytical person, very analytical. And I think everything out and I do that. I, I have those thoughts in conversations with myself. And, um, in reality, I'm monologuing, like I'm monologuing all the time. And, you know, I just started to think like, <clears throat> if you sit down and monologue, like it'll start to come out. Like it's, it's different to look at a camera or to look at a microphone and to talk and to let those thoughts flow. And that's what I want to do is, you know, get into flows and, and be able to do these monologues. I have a list already of guests I want to have. So I'm in the Chattanooga area for people just finding me, you know, randomly um, through the videos or the audio. I'm in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area. Today I'm sitting in North, North Georgia, Northern Georgia, I should say, um, at a, uh, a wrestling event for our kids. And there's sometimes some long breaks. We have kids of different ages and they're all competing in wrestling. So sometimes there's some long breaks between, you know, um, one, one age bracket or another. And, you know, that's what we're doing now. And I thought I'm just going to go out and record a podcast. So here we are at my second podcast. And so in this one, what I kind of wanted to talk about was, um, and in th these podcasts so far, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not going to have set lengths. Some of them might be short. Um, some some might be long, especially when I have conversations. I assume those might go long. Um, but I I have a, a list already of some uh, uh, personalities from around Chattanooga, people that I'm friends or acquaintances with or do business with, who I think would be interesting to have on here. So I kind of wanted to explain what this podcast is going to be about and also why I call it Intuition. So Intuition is a brand, my brand that um, I'm going to try to build and I don't want to say I'm going to try to build. I'm going to build it. It's one thing I'm learning and one thing that I'm going to talk about throughout, um, throughout my content making is going to be manifestation, something that I believe very much in and maybe I'll start there. So with manifestation, um, a lot of people think about manifestation or they hear people talk about manifestation. Like you got to manifest this. You got to manifest things in your life. And in, in, in other words, you have to, uh, you know, bring something to life by thinking about it, by, you know, visualizing it. And I think what people assume is, and you know, maybe they're not altogether wrong or this isn't necessarily the wrong assumption, but I think really what people assume a lot by that is people who aren't practicing manifestation. I think what they think is that you're like putting a thought into the universe and then you're forcing that thought into reality. And in a way, that's exactly right. But as I think about it and as I um, practice it 
in my life and I'm learning to learning to bring it to fruition in my life because all of this is a learning process for me just like it is for everybody else and we're all at different levels of learning processes or we haven't began learning processes yet we all but we all have the ability to do so and manifestation is a thing that I think we have the ability to do however you know if you <clears throat> are reluctant to believe that we can think something into fruition it's probably it's probably because I think that you might be, at least from my perspective, like uh, you might be misunderstanding how that might work. So what I really believe manifestation manifestation to be, what I really believe manifestation to be, is that you think about something that you want in your life, something you want to become, something you want to do. Maybe it's a, you know, a fitness goal, a physique goal, a way that you want to look or be. And there's, there's nothing wrong with, with wanting that kind of thing. Um, people might see that as van as vanity. I, I don't think it is whatsoever. And I'll explain some of that and somehow that ties into what I think intuition is and how it can be applied in our lives in these ways. And I think manifestation is a part of that whole kind of framework that is an intuitive approach to um an intuitive an intuitive approach to building your life which is what i'm going to talk about when i refer to intu intuition but the misunderstanding i think a lot of people make with manifestation is that you're just like forcing something into the universe through through sheer the sheer power of your mind like uh like 11 in um in uh, 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 Stranger Things or something with this, you know, ability, which, you know, in a sense, that's not altogether wrong, but I think it's much more, I guess, like kind of logical and realistic in the way that it actually happens. So what I think manifestation is, is it's the lifting or the breaking down of these mental blocks that we create that hinders us or prevents us from achieving things that we very much have the capability to achieve. Because I think we are very powerful beings in the sense of our mind and our willpower and even the ability for our body to endure like difficult things, difficult challenges, new challenges, new, new tasks, new, um, you know, new responsibilities, um, things that if you're progressing in your life are going to naturally come um, with that progression. Um, you know, if you want to be better, you're going to take on new things. You're going to take on new responsibilities. If you want to build a business, if you want to build a physique, you're going to have to find new stressors, learn how to deal with them, learn how to make those, um, you know, habitual, and then learn how to find new stressors, which is that's the growth, the new stressors things that are harder to do. And I, I'm going to talk uh, all along the way about ways to actually induce those stressors, stressors so that like the, the stressors that we have in our lives, in our businesses, in our professional lives and our responsibilities, um, you know, in parenthood, like, uh, you know, in, um, in just anything it is that you want to improve fitness goals, um, physique goals, um, diet and nutrition goals. There's always ways to progress, but you can manifest it mentally. And what that actually means is that you're going to visualize something 
that you're not yet. And then you're going to become that. If you want to be a sex, successful business owner, you're going to visualize yourself as a successful business owner. And then what's going to happen is, if you do that well, and then if you have discipline to apply the things it takes to become a successful business owner, you can become a ses successful business owner. And you can do that through manifesting it mentally. So you manifest it by saying, um, you know, this is where I want to be. And then you imagine yourself as that thing. You imagine yourself as that every day. And in your mind, you're becoming that already, even before you are it. You're becoming that thing. You're becoming that successful business owner. You're thinking of yourself as a successful business owner. You're carrying yourself as a successful business owner. You know, you're learning confidence. You're learning how to, um, uh, you're learning how to socialize with people who are already in that role in their lives. Um, you're learning how to imagine yourself as that. And then over time, you're actually becoming that in a real way. And that's what I see as manifestation. You know, if you want to be a ripped, fit, um, you know, guy or girl that people look at and they say like, you know, that guy's, that guy's in his forties. Like, look, he's in shape. You know, people, you're walking into a room and you, you notice people looking at you and you notice they're, they're thinking like, you know, that guy, you know, he works out and, and, uh, it's so much more than that though. It's so much more than that in the sense that, uh, what they're really seeing is the breaking down through discipline of things like poor habits, poor diet habits, poor habits in being consistent with practicing a discipline. Um, there, you know, and that they're seeing you walk around, you know, in shape, being lean or having abs or, you know, having, um, you know, a muscular physique. They're seeing that and that's what they see on the surface. But under the surface, there's discipline, there's consistency, there's hard work, there's determination, there's drive, there's willpower. There is the practice of self-denial when it comes to things like food. There is the practice of self-denial when it comes to things like uh, the bad habits that you want to, um, that, that, that are easy to adhere to. It's easy. You know, everybody has habits. You either have bad ones or you have good ones. And most of us have bad ones and we adhere to those because bad habits are easy to adhere to, right? Good habits are hard to adhere to. And when somebody's walking around jacked, yeah, it's impressive in certain ways, just, you know, in, in the sense of how people view you and, um, you know, when you're walking down the street or in a room, but there's a reason they're impressed that they might not even understand or fully like consider when they are, um, when they're looking at you and, you know, that the looks can be of jealousy. They can be of, um, uh, you know, they can be of uh, appreciation of a guy that, you know, or, or a woman that has done something, you know, has achieved something with their physique. But not everyone will imagine or, or understand why it is 
They find that impressive. But why we all find, you know, uh, greatness in sports, greatness in, you know, fitness or physique, greatness in business. We all look to that and, you know, that's, they make movies about people like that. They write books about people like that. Um, you know, people are remembered in memoirs and biographies. Um, you know what I mean? Because they achieve something. And it's, of course, the achievement that's impressive to people, but more so even than the achievement, what is really impressive, what's really turning people on about being interested in that achievement is everything that led to that achievement. All the sacrifice, all the discipline, all the hard work, all the determination, the mental determination, all the, all the failure and getting back up and going again, all the learning it took along the way, all the doing of all the things that most people aren't willing to do. And that's what sets someone apart. That business owner who's doing well, they struggled and they sacrificed to get there. Now, there are exemptions. There are um, exceptions to any rule. Obviously, there are exceptions to any rule. There are people who were handed something. You know, there were people who were handed something. There are things like old money. They call it old money. You know, the people who came up through generations of wealth and it was passed down. It doesn't mean that those people don't work hard or, or didn't still work hard in their lives. But maybe somebody had some opportunities others didn't have. But guess what? There was probably an originator of that wealth that sacrificed, that worked hard, that, that built the discipline, that did what the others around them weren't doing so that they were in a situation where the others around them were in the same situation, whether it be, you know, um, uh, uh, in, in, in a low economic class or whatever else it was at a time where, you know, say through uh, in a period of industri early on in industrialization and you had people, you know, um, uh, rise up out of that at a time when people weren't easily shifting into different economic classes. Now, today we have more opportunity for that than any other time on earth. And but there were times where it was very, very difficult and almost an impossibility because the opportunity wasn't so accessible that the sheer grit and determination of some of those early, you know, um, innovators, some of those early uh, successful people who rose to be some of the most um, recognized names, you know, in, in, in recent history who rose up, like, say, in industry and in business. Uh, somebody started, when, when you're talking about old money, somebody started that wealth and that wealth probably became, uh, available to someone through the same sheer determination and hard work and manifestation that it requires to build something great. And that's where the manifestation comes from. Uh, it's not, I don't think it's literally like shaping the universe around you. I think it's more shaping what's inside you through believing that you can do something, but then more so than just believing, it takes that belief. That's where it starts. It takes that belief. And then you imagine yourself as the thing you can believe 
the, the thing that you believe you can become. You imagine yourself as it. And then you live your life every single day imagining yourself as it. Um, and that's what I think in reality manifestation is. You know, like fitness is something that's really important to me. And that's a lot about, that's a lot of what this content that I create will be about. Um, will be about fitness and <laughs> not because of fitness. I'm super interested in fitness, but the the underlying reason for that is 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 very different than just looking good. Which and a lot of people who've practiced fitness for a long time will say the same thing. And most of us who do it started the same way. Like I want to look better, I want to feel better, and feel better means a lot. But it, it, that can mean a lot. But I want to look better. And of course, we all want to look better. I'm 44. I look much better. I'm not being conceited in that. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm referring to is that I look much better than I did four years ago when I wasn't practicing fitness. And fitness is something that I've always practiced on and off throughout my life. And I, I realized the value and importance of it, but not until the last four years and, you know, later in my life compared to some people. Um, have I realized the deep, deep intrinsic value that fitness can have? And people who aren't practicing that and haven't experienced that yet, they look at it and they're like, oh, whatever, you work out. You work out. It's cool, bro. I mean, you know, you want to be muscular. You want to be fit. You want to be in shape. You want, you want, you want to uh, uh, be attractive, all these other things. All that stuff is part of it. It comes with it. But what you begin to look, so I can say this. In, in in respects to what I'm getting at here. I'm sitting here today and I'm talking on this camera because of fitness. But not literally, not like, not because of fitness, because of what fitness is on the surface. I'm sitting here today, I'm talking on this camera, I'm making content, I'm wanting to share what I've learned and what I feel internally through these things that I'm practicing. I want to share it because of what it's doing for me in my life, like outside of the gym, outside of the early mornings, outside of the literal practice of the con conducting myself in workouts, you know, each day on a daily basis, I want to share it because it has improved my life in such a drastic manner in work. I've improved myself professionally. I've improved myself professionally in levels I could have never you know, found myself progressing in because I'm practicing fitness. The fitness wasn't a part of my professional life, um, but through practicing it, it has progressed my professional life because of the underlying things that it teaches you. Discipline, consistency in doing something, you know, self-denial, um, through, you know, learning to practice good nutrition. That requires self-denial. Um, then you practice the good nutrition. It makes you feel better. Your energy increases. When your energy increases, you can be better at work. You can be better um, in professional um, in, in 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 professional uh, uh, relationships, which can uh, win you favor, which can win you a new position, or um, make you better at the position you have and secure your place at work better, which can, if your, if your job's performance based like mine is, can, uh, 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 manifest into 
a literal increase in your income. Because when you've bettered yourself in the gym because of the consistency and hard work and discipline that that takes, it starts to spill out into every other aspect of your life. So, you know, uh, manifestation. I, I started with that because like what you're witnessing in this video, what you're witnessing in this monologue I'm giving you right now is a result of manifestation. I couldn't imagine myself on video. I couldn't imagine myself doing this a few years ago. But I, I had an, I had like an interest in doing it. I always said to myself, like there's people out here and they're just sharing their lives. They're sharing their thoughts. They're sharing their feelings. They're sharing, you know, their day-to-day -day lives. And, um, you know, people are finding it interesting. And those people who sharing their lives are changing because they're finding a way to earn streams of income that are generated by, by sharing. By sharing their lives. I thought that was cool. I thought that was super cool. But I, I thought I wasn't one of those people. You know. And that thought hindered me from ever just sitting down and doing it. Um, or or if I would do it. You know. I'd take my phone out at the gym. And I'd record videos. And I, I do that now. Um, and, and my wife does that. But you know. She's been more consistent than me. But I would, I would practice that with inconsistency because I'd make a video. Maybe it wouldn't look good because I don't have good equipment or I didn't know how to get good angles or, you know, I didn't have someone to help record because I was at the gym alone. Or you think that, you know, people are watching and they think, you know, this guy's a nobody and he's just recording himself in the gym and you, 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 you hear them over there. You don't hear them literally, but in your mind, you hear them over there like, you know, snickering or, 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 or quipping or making some fun. And you're like, ah, and you just don't do it. And it takes, you know, it takes work. It takes more time to, to, you know, you got to stop your workout and set up here and set up there, or you got to plan extra time to go do videos outside of your regular workouts. And then this consistency drops and nothing in this world, in the world of content creation works without consistency. That's what it's all about. It's the people who started and stayed consistent, whoever made it. And not 100% of those made it into something that was 100%, you know, sustaining for them financially. And it's not even it always should be the goal. It's, 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 it's one of those things too. Um, that, you know, it can be an, an end of, of this, but it doesn't have to be. Like if you have a passion to share something or you just want to want to want to want to share your life with the world in some way, um, you know, I think you should do that. Some people have, you know, uh, different people have different underlying reasons for wanting to do that. For one, So the, the people that I follow the closest and the people that I'm interested in following the closest want to share like skill that they've developed and they can they have an interest in and they can share it with other people or they want to share something that they know has bettered them and they want to pass it on. That's what I'm doing. That's, that's, I mean, that's the main reason for what I'm doing because I can see and feel and every day look around in my life and see how it's become better because of some lifestyle practices, you know, discipline that I've built, um, uh, some different, you know, habits, routines that I've built and starting to build and, I, what I realized in my life is that how much they are liberating me from all the trappings that I was held so far back in my life by 
And it's so uh, ironic. It's so um, counterintuitive. It's so counterintuitive. And that's why, that's why people are, are resistant to it. That's why people are resistant to start practicing like more discipline in their lives, more discipline around food, you know, um, to, um, uh, to learn something new because it isn't easy. It isn't the easy thing to do. And in your mind, you imagine like if I do what's hard, that's I'm less free. I'm here to tell you. That in my experience, for my life, and I think it's, it's, it's in a way universal for a lot of people that building habits, routines, discipline, giving yourself rules, it sounds so restrictive. The more I practice self-induced suffering, the more I practice self-induced rules, the freer I'm beginning to feel the freer I'm beginning to feel. And I see all these doors and windows and new opportunities open up right in front of me. And um, it's from practicing discipline. And so that's what the fitness is about. That's what, so I'm practicing ice, ice baths and cold plunges. I'm practicing them daily for about a month now. Every day I can't start my day without a cold plunge. I get up and it's, there's nothing else that I'm allowed to do. And it was a pretty drastic new step in my life, in my, in the discipline building that I'm trying to learn because I realized like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm to a point. I'm to a point. I'm here. I'm somewhere, but I need it to go further. That's what you start to there. Okay. This is leading into the intuition, which is the, which is the name of the podcast that I'm building and, and what it really means. But the intuition part of it, I'll get to, and this might ramble a little, it's a monologue. Um, but what it is, is you start to gain a better understanding of yourself in really all ways. You gain an understanding of yourself, a better understanding of yourself in all ways by practicing all these things. And what happens is you begin practicing them and, um, you know, it takes a lot of observation. Um, you know, when I started practicing diet nutrition, I had to start, I had to track calories and do different things like this. Well, what you do through that is you learn foods, you learn foods, you learn like, um, you know, and you learn different diet plans. Um, and you learn, you learn them very, uh, rigidly in the sense that like you learn, you know, you put your calories into an app or onto a piece of paper and you track them and you have to look up the food or the app will know the, 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 the macros and the nutrition in the food and you put it in and then you're recognizing that. And then you're learning how you're eating and you're like, oh shit, you know, I was eating three, four calories, three, four thousand calories a day. And you really didn't know because you never, you know, managed this before in a, in a very, um, you know, observed way. And then, you're eating in a certain way, or maybe you begin by just eating the way you've always eaten, but now you're looking at it, you know, and then now you're looking at, you're, you're, maybe you're learning a little bit, you're doing some research, you're learning a little bit about macros, you know, and about how to break those down and how to kind of manipulate those, um, you know, so that you're getting certain amounts of protein or, you know, that you're keeping fats a, a little lower because fats are higher a, a higher calorie macro than protein and carbs, or, you know, you're keeping carbs in check because you want a good balance. 
Um, you want a good energy balance, you know, the protein, you want the protein to stay high for, you know, to build lean muscle and the carbs to stay at a certain point for, uh, basically you're managing energy because anytime you have more energy in your diet than you're using, that accumulates as fat. That's how our body works. Excesses of energy are stored. Our body tells us to store it. And if it's an excess, so, you know, when we have a, a, um, a, a deficit in energy, our body tells us to go to the stores, the stores, uh, not the stores to get food, uh, but the stores that we have held of energy in our body. Well, guess how we store energy? We store it as body fat um, or as glucose, but um, I'm sorry, not glucose, but glycogen. Glycogen is a stored form of energy. Um, glucose is sugar. Uh, glucose is sugar from nutrition from from foods that we put into our bodies glucose is in our bloodstream our bodies take it out and they store it if they don't use it up they store it as glycogen or as fat you know um and that glycogen is there for quick use um and fat is there for when we need sustained energy that we're not getting from dietary means at any rate um, you're learning all these things through tracking diet and nutrition and you start somewhere and you feel like, um, it's overwhelming, but then it starts to kind of take hold a little bit and you get some of the basic concepts and then you can start to manipulate the foods and the, the, the diet, you know, or you follow a diet plan, you understand how to do that one. And then over time, it becomes intuitive, more intuitive. Like once you get a good handle on food. And if you're practicing a fitness routine and you're kind of understanding how you're using energy, you'll start to understand how your body feels when you're using energy. You'll start to understand how your body feels when the energy's burned and you're going into your stores of energy. You'll start to understand how all these things feel and it becomes intuition. And that's something I'm learning very, very much to practice in my life. And I'm very, very interested in it. Interested in how we can listen to our bodies, how we can... Um, how we can learn our bodies and how the, how out of touch really most of us had become with our bodies and our minds and how the and how those things all work together and the more you practice in a very intentioned way to learn those the more intuitive it can become and then guess what you don't need to write the calories down cuz you kind of know where you're at you know where you're at by feeling and that's the intuition. That's why I call this intuition. And that starts to apply in other aspects of your life, like in the other ways you want to progress. So like progressing, you know, in a professional goals or, or business goals or, um, you know, in new things you want to incorporate in your life. You know, if you want to grow your life in some way, if you want to experience growth in your life and all the ways you can experience it, it can become intuitive. And you, you always have a learning curve to that. But then you gain understanding and knowledge and that understanding and knowledge can help you to understand what you're experiencing, you know, and in physical ways, which is what I'm referring to a lot. And I, I, I'm learning it in physical ways. That's how it began for me. I learned it in physical ways. Like I learned to know how my body felt. I learned to know when the training was different or like when the training was off and what, what, um, factors are leading up to that, you know, whether it be diet or sleep or, um, stress or whatever else. And I can, like, I can, um, I can recognize those better and intuitively adjust. And guess what? Everybody wants, and I know I got off topic here. I'm going to come back to where I started this, this point from. 
But everybody wants in their life a framework. Everybody wants a very specific framework in their life. They want to go out there. They want to find a coach. By the way, I'm beginning coaching. Uh, I'm going to have a website very, very soon. Um, it's going to be based around the intuition name and my name. But I'll, uh, you know, if you if you choose to follow me, if you've gotten this far in the podcast or the video that that, that I'm making right now, and you choose to follow and you choose to keep up with me through the audio podcast, through the video podcast, or both, there's going to be coaching that I'm going to offer. And my passion is, and why I'm doing this, the whole thing, all the content, everything, my passion is to share and to share um, in a real way in coaching and to bring people up the way I've been brought up through practices in my life to help people. I want to help people because all I'm doing right now, everything you see me doing right now, if you care at all about what I'm doing or saying right now, I don't know who will or who won't or, or if anybody will. But if you do, the reason I'm sitting here today is because I've been. And it's, 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 it's hard for me to speak on this without being emotional because I have been as low as you go. I've been as low as you go. I have faced death because of decisions. I have faced death in a very real way. I More than once. <laughs> Because of behavior and decision making in my life. And at some point, in a from a, a very, very fortunate way, I took a turn. <laughs> I took a turn that not everybody makes at that point in their lives. You know, the, the, the points I'm talking about where, and I don't have to, you know, bring those up specifically, they're, you know, they're shameful. I'll be honest with you. There are things that are in my life that, are, that, that were shameful. Um, there's, you know, things that probably, you know, might be shameful about me that people might, um, could, could find. But, you know, and I was at those points, I was low. Um, and that turn, that moment, and there's some very specific moments where it, it turned around and I decided like this, it, it's got to fucking change. That's what I, that's, you know, and, um, and it's led me to here. And guess what? I'm not there in the sense that like, I am not even close to where I'm going, but I'm going somewhere and I've already found out how powerful these things are that I'm practicing. And I want to help others too because I know that there are others out there. And I have a real passion and a real love and a real heart and a desire for people because I look around and I see people and I'm like, they don't know yet. And I want to share it. I want to share what I have. Um, I want to share what I have found. And where I'm going, I want to take people with me. Like I want to go there. I want to continue to progress in my life every day and I want to take people with me. But one of the things I'm interested in the most is this intuitive approach to everything in life to learn ourselves. And so what I was saying about the framework is everybody wants a framework and I'm going to begin coaching and I'm still developing that. I have a lot of thoughts, a lot of things. They're all written down. Um, you know, I've got to develop them into, you know, more like, um, uh, 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 conveyable things, but there's, you know, they're all mine and they're all documented, 
but I've got to turn those into something that I can give to other people and I can do that directly. I, I want to coach in a way that people can find me and I can connect with them and I can, I can start to give these things to people and how that'll work is I'll, I'll coach people in the sense that like I'll give them a framework, this framework they want. Everybody wants a framework. Like they want you, you to tell them this is what you do and this is how you do it and that's all you ever have to do and you'll make it to your goals. And guess what? <clears throat> it works that way in a sense, but it also has to adjust. And what you start to learn is things can adjust frequently. Like, and you, as you become more intuitive, will learn to adjust them. You know, I can adjust my food habits um, on daily and weekly and monthly basis and by knowing how my body feels, what it looks like, how I'm feeling mentally, um, throughout a day even, I can adjust. And um, I can live kind of like, um, uh, I don't want to say you're not winging it. Not, not by any means. You're not winging it when you live intuitively. But you're just very much connected to yourself. Which is something we all need to be. You're connected to your mind. You're, you're starting to understand what causes depression anxiety, worry, fear, and you're starting to recognize the causes of those and you're starting to attack them. And all those things are changing and all those things have changed for me and I'm not using drugs. I'm not using drugs to change the anxiety of my life. I was riddled with it. I was riddled with it. I was, I was in shackles to anxiety. I lived with days long, you know, depressions and it was all self-induced. Every bit of it was self-induced and no one could have told me. No one could have ever told me like these things that you're struggling with, they're you. You're your only enemy. I had a thousand enemies and none of them were me. And somebody could have looked at me and said, and guess what? Those same people might be struggling with the enemy that is themselves because everyone can observe it in someone else. It's almost impossible to observe it, observe it in yourself when you are experiencing these um, these uh, periods of your life, um, it's almost impossible to recognize your own behavior. We are so blind to our own behavior. And that's where the intuition comes in. That's where the intuition comes in to connect, to reconnect with ourselves. We reconnect with ourselves. And then when you gain an understanding of yourself, you can fight depression. You can fight anxiety. You can fight worry. You can fight insecurity. You can fight all these self-induced struggles. And guess what? Then you learn struggles that are self-induced, like a 5 a.m. cold plunge in 30-degree weather. You learn that you induce struggle and then you're better at life. It's fucking amazing. Okay. It's amazing. It's the most liberating thing. Giving yourself rules, giving yourself routines, giving yourself good habits, working towards, uh, working towards, um, honorable goals. It's fucking liberating. More rules are liberating. More rules in my life, self-imposed ones that I love to have now. I wake up and I look forward to them. 
they're liberating. They're freeing. They break shackles that you keep yourself in. They do. They do 100% free you. They free you. And I almost hate, like now I'm feeling impassioned. And now I'm feeling the monologue, the kind of monologues I wanted to get. I'm feeling these things. And, um, but I'm almost, you know, I had a slow start in this, in this, in this, uh, podcast, but, um, I almost, I just hope I was interesting enough in the early parts of it that people, and maybe I'll make an intro where you see, you hear some of this part of the monologue, but, um, you know, I hope people can get to hear and, and, and see this impassioned version of me. Cause this is what I want to be on every podcast all the way through. I want to be this impassioned version of me. Because I want to share this with people, this learning. And you know, and, and what I want to do is lead people to the coaching and people find that. If you just find it through the videos, you don't ever have to engage with me. You don't ever have to go to the website that I'll build. You don't ever have to ask me for coaching. You don't ever pay me money. Um, you know, nothing. You, if you, maybe just the information you find here will help you. But I want to help people. I truly want to help people. And if you find this, if you make it this far in the video, you know, take a timestamp and share it with somebody and say, hey, man, this guy's saying some stuff that's like making some sense to me. And I think he's found some things that are valuable to other people. Like, check this out. Go to this timestamp. Skip the rest of the video. I don't, you, this is what I found meaningful. Share that with people, man. Make a clip of it. Share it. Share it. Any content that I have, man, fucking share it. Share it with other people. Um, you know, if you can, if you see it as valuable, lead them back to me. But uh, it doesn't matter. Just fucking share it, man. There's another concept that I'm learning, which is abundance. Like, we don't have to protect everything it is we put out here. We don't have to protect everything it is we do. We don't have to copyright something. We don't have to patent an idea. Like, ideas, man, bring them into the world when you have them and they're good. Bring them into the world. Bettering someone else betters you. And guess what? Bettering yourself betters other people. These are fundamental truths. They're fundamental truths. They don't just work sometimes. If you better yourself, you are bettering the people in your life. I promise you 100%. You might take time. You might spend time going to the gym. And you know, people be saying like, you're taking so much time out of your life to go do that. Like it seems selfish and it seems vain. You just, you want muscles. You want to look good. You want people to look at you. Like that's not at all what it's about. It can even begin that way. If it begins that way and that's your purpose, still do it. Because, um, still do it because it started that way for me. You know, I felt out of shape. I like looking good. You know, I, I, I like, I like to have self-confidence and, um, I like for people to look, to look at me and have respect for me. I like that. And that's where it started in the gym. And guess what? All these things, I discovered them. I discovered them through practicing that. Not only through that, but through finding people who were doing things like what I'm trying to do right here, who have already established themselves doing it. Like I, finding those people. I mean, there are people out there and they're coaching. I'll mention them. You know, one of them is Wes Watson. Man, Wes Watson, he's a guy on the internet. You'll find him and you'll probably think, man, this guy's a little much for me. You might think that. I didn't because he's, he's the kind of personality that I wanted to find. Somebody who's going to tell me who the fuck I was and who the fuck I needed to be. That's what I found. Wes Watson, it's called GP Penitentiary Life on YouTube. Wes Watson. Dude is like, he's all over the place now because, you know, he's established and he's making, he's helped a lot of people. He's also made a lot of money for himself. Guess what? Good, Wes Watson. Good because I watched your videos. I've never paid you a dime. 
I watched your videos and my life is better because of you. I promise you. And the people in my life are better. <laughs> They're better because of you. Even if they don't know it yet. Because it's like, it's so hard to understand how when your life changes to look. Some people don't even see what they were and, and look back and see that. But they, you know, but if you better yourself, the people in your life get better too. Or you're better for them. But the way you take care of yourself is the way you take care of others. I learned that from Wes Watson and it started to click for me. Like I felt selfish. I almost sometimes gave up. I almost sometimes gave up because I thought, you know, I'm spending all this time in the gym. It's like, it feels vain. It feels selfish. And the kids, you know, are spending time away from the kids to be there. Guess what? They're in the gym with us now. They're asking us questions every day. They're, they're like, we used to have to like try to beg them not to want to eat cereal 24-7 or some junk food or some. And now they're like, dude, don't put that in front of me. I feel like crap when I eat that. It's amazing. And like people will look at you and they'll be like, let them, let them live. Let them have some fun. Guess what? You're not letting them live. You're killing them. You're killing your kids if they eat junk food 24-7. Now, we're, we're, we're teaching our kids just through example. That's all we're doing now. Like, we don't force it on them. We tried some of that in the beginning. It didn't work. Man, it's just fights and it's just struggles. You live your life in a good way. Your kids want to follow suit, man. You don't have to force them to do anything. They will listen. <laughs> they'll listen. It's not even about the fact that they'll listen. It's not even about the fact that they'll listen. They'll want it. They'll want it. Your kids will want it, man. What's more valuable than that? What's more valuable than that? There are people in this world. Listen to me. There are people in this world. <laughs> They're dying from abundance. We've never died from abundance before. We died from starvation. All throughout human history until now. The biggest problem people ever face. And guess what? There's lots of people. I'm not making light of the fact that there's lots of people in the world. They still live that way. In this country, I'm in the United States of America, okay? In in countries like Great Britain, the UK, in countries like um, France, in countries like Germany, um, in many, you know, first world Canada, even, even in lots of places in Mexico now, um, you know, in first world developed or, you know, uh, countries who have been developing and, and, and are, are making strides in that abundance is becoming a problem, especially in this one I live in. They call it the greatest country on earth. And in many ways it is because, you know, it has that abundance, like poor people here, many of them are much better off than, um, most people in lots of other countries. And we have problems now of abundance. But let me tell you, there are people who live from a child not knowing anything about food or what it's doing to them. And their parents, they die of diseases and they just assume it's just that way. You know, you just die, you just have diabetes type two and you just, you get it. And you just have it and now you have it. And now, you know, it progresses and limbs are amputated and joints are deteriorated. And, you know, you die from, um, you know, uh, a, a heart disease caused by inflammation and um, these all these associated, 
you know, uh, problems that come with a, a disease like diabetes type two, or just, you know, coronary artery disease or Alzheimer's or, um, um, you know, an autoimmune disease or, uh, you know, like rheumatoid arthritis or ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease or macular degeneration, you know, they go, people lose their sight, um, different things. Now, let me say this. That's not to say that disease can occur without an input. In other words, like not everybody who has a disease caused it for themselves or that they should be ridiculed or criticized because they caused it for themselves. Guess what? They should be mourned because it's the lack of information and knowledge to know how to help themselves that led them there. Not, they didn't wake up and say, I'm going to eat like shit for 37 years and die from a heart attack. Nobody says that, right? We don't, now they might say things like, you know, and I, I've been, I was victim to this kind of mindset because we didn't know. The internet has given us so much information. Um, and we're all out here sharing it. And that's what I want to do. I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of this revolution where we're sharing information that helps people better themselves. I want to be a part of that. My life has increased in um, uh, so many ways, so many positive ways through practicing, you know, self-discipline, through practicing uh, self-induced stress through workouts and through different means. Um, cardiovascular fitness. I love cardiovascular fitness. I love the way it pushes me mentally and physically, which I think translates to being better at life, being better as a family man, being better as a professional man, whatever it is. Um, but the ones who didn't get it, it's not that they rejected it. There are people who did, but they don't, even if they did reject it, they didn't know what they were rejecting because it's the lack of knowledge. And that's what we, people who are creating, who want to share that kind of thing, People like Wes Watson and people like what I want to be. Um, that's our passion is to take those people who didn't know what they were rejecting when they didn't want to do these things, when they didn't want to learn self-discipline and practice something hard. Now, some people, you'll tell them it and they'll know it and they'll understand it and then they'll grasp it and they still won't care. Okay. Um, and maybe over time they could, maybe over time they couldn't, but you won't win every person. But I want to share the information. So that's what this channel, um, that's what this podcast is about for me. It's about the way I've learned and I want to share it. And I, I, and I have a very much, a, a very personally developed system of doing it that I want to share because I don't want to empower people to find a plan and always follow it. And as long as they follow it, they win, right? What I want to do is give, help give people a plan progress them along but then as the as I go sharing this information about how to okay look you learned how to do this now you can do it now guess what you don't have to keep that piece of paper with you all the time you don't have to write down everything or put it in an app every time before you have a meal to decide what you're going to have or or, or or what you're going to be able to have later because you had this one and it, it took up this many calories and macros and that. no I want you to learn how to do this all intuitively and adjust it as you go for what's appropriate and learn this mindset, this mentality that you'll have with you that will guide you intuitively. That's what I want to learn. And that's what into, or, uh, that's what I'm learning. That's what I want to share. And that's what intuition means. And that's what this podcast is for me. Um, and so, uh, 
I got off track and I even lost my point, but I, but I'm think I think I'm sharing good things. Um, but I'd like to get back to where that tangent began. I'm thinking here for a second. Um, I was talking about, we were talking about manifestation and what that meant to me. And then we kind of got onto intuition and fitness and how fitness has more underlying principles that are valuable way beyond, you know, physicality or a, a physique or a look or a, a, a vain purpose. Um, so the manifestation, the intuitive approach to, um, just a self-betterment, an intuitive approach to running your life, an intuitive approach to being connected to yourself, to knowing yourself, to understanding yourself. That's what this is. Like That's what this is about for me. That's what this, that's what I'm practicing. And that's what I want to share with others. That's why I'm sitting here in this car, um, talking to a camera and you know, then I'm going to put this out there on the internet. So I hope other people find it. I hope other t over time, more and more people find it. And, and, and can understand what it means. And if you want to support in some way, if you want to share it in some way, I, I want you to do that. And, you know, um, if you want to give me credit for it, please do and lead people back to me because I can say that because what I'm doing is all, all it's going to be building on everything I'm explaining now. It's going to be building on everything I'm explaining now, which is that I've bettered my life through practicing uh, uh, certain things. And, through the continuation of that and through the progression of that, which is always, it's continually going. The progression of that is continually going. So like I get somewhere, I get, to, I get to a point and then I know I need to incorporate new things to continue. I need to level up. I need to change more. And, um, you know, I've equipped myself with the tools that got me to where I'm at. And, and now I'm like, okay, I need to learn something new. Lately for me, that's been cold plunges. I've shared them on my YouTube channel. I'm going to talk a lot about those. You know, I've got myself a little tank that I sit in outside. It's, it's cold. It's wintertime in Tennessee. So, you know, m uh, most mornings this time of year are in the low to mid 30s. It's a good place to take cold plunges at. I get up first thing in the day. I take that cold plunge. That's a new level that I've hit. And I'm finding new discipline. I'm probably sitting here today because, because on this camera because of those cold plunges. Because that's really, they're really driving me to that next level. I got to a point. I knew I wanted to share. I didn't know how or where to start. And now I'm like, okay, all right, I'm ready now. Like I'm ready to overcome that fear of getting on the camera. I'm ready to overcome that fear of being vulnerable. I'm ready to overcome that fear of worrying about what will I say. And now here I am, I can't shut up. I'm, I'm going on tangents that I can't even get back to my point because I got so impassioned that I got to new points that I want to share. And they're all meaningful. So I'm just going to leave it as is. I'm going to post this. I'm going to post this start to finish. I might put something, you know, that I find really like enticing about the way I'm speaking passionate, passionately now. I might put that more towards the front as kind of a short introduction and let you have the whole, the whole podcast from there. I hope that people are listening at this point. I'm an hour in. Hope that people are still listening. Even if you listen in sections, even if you just found this place, if you fast forwarded to here, hope that you're listening and can find something. But an intuitive approach is what I'm going to convey to people. And as I do my coaching, as I lead people there, as people come there and, 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 and want to work with me, what that's going to do, how that's going to work is um, I'm going to give a framework. I'm going to find a framework that I'm going to give. I'm going to develop that. And that's, that's the starting point. But all that framework is, it's going to be the place to start. 
you know, in a, in a way, it seems as if how this will develop is it's a way to get away from me. So like it's a way to get you somewhere to teach you those um, uh, to teach you those principles to let you learn how to get connected to yourself and then guide you almost in a sense that, that, that guides you away from me. Because now the me that I'll be as I start as your coach will be you. You'll be your coach. You'll be your coach because you'll be doing this intuitively, practicing intuitively. You'll be learning how to progress, how to hit that next level, how to make that next challenge for yourself. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to teach about how to, you know, make, uh, make an approach to, uh, tackling any challenge. You know, you make a challenge, you assess yourself on the challenge, you build an approach to bettering yourself in that challenge. Then you conquer that challenge and you find new ones and you constantly work to better yourself. And it's like, it becomes intuitive and it's great. Once you start to learn yourself to reconnect with yourself, which I think when we're young people, you know, I'm 44. So it's things we lose touch of as we, as we, as we go through life. And as, as life presents us challenges that we don't know how to face and we fail at and we get defeated, you know, and we, and we go into cycles of depression and, um, uh, self-destructive behavior. And then the anxiety sets in, you know, the insecurity sets in and our, and it affects our relationships. And we, we approach our relationships through insecurity and then we lose our relationships because of our insecurity, which is the thing that made our insecurity was the fear that we would lose the relationship. And we're in these fucking self repeating cycles, self-fulfilling prophecies that just damage us more and more. And we don't know how to escape them. I'm telling you, I have the tools to do it and other people had the tools to do it, which led me to where I'm at. But then I learned these things and found out that guess what? We don't always need somebody to show us where to do it. We just need somebody to show us how to get started, to show us how to progress so far. Sometimes we just need somebody to tell us about them. Some people are great self-starters and they can get on the road and they can go and then they'll, they'll start to learn the intuitive parts. I have things that I've learned, things like flow state. You can get in states of flow through practicing fitness and cardio and different uh, things. It doesn't it has to be just those those ways of doing it. But you can get in these states of flow and it's like, you know, I don't know everything scientific behind them. I just know when you initiate them, you become more creative. You become more productive. You become more energized. It's very euphoric. And you get in these states. I get in them on long runs or long cardio, like endurance to cardio based cardio um, sessions. And like, I'll get there and you hit it. And guess what? You don't even remember what you're doing anymore. You don't remember your legs are moving. You don't remember that you are about to pass out from exhaustion. You're fucking and these thoughts start to flow. And they flow so effortless, effortless, <laughs> sorry, effortlessly. They flow so effortless, eff I'll have to edit that part. They flow so effortlessly, that effortlessly, they flow so effortlessly that you want to stop what you're doing to document them. Like, that's how I feel about them. I want to document them because I'm like, this is great stuff. But then you're, you're kind of in a, um, a catch-22 because when you stop, you break that cycle. And so I'm trying to learn how, how best to do those kinds of things. Like, I'll use the bike and speak notes. But even stopping to speak, you don't have to stop the exercise. But even speaking while you continue the exercise will break you away from that concentration. And I'm starting to learn that I think that uh, it's just good to let them flow. 
It's just good to let them flow. And I think that a lot of people who create content, um, I think a lot of people who create content, uh, like, you know, and, and I'll just give an example. David Goggins, you know, he's always exercising when he makes his content. His content comes around like his exercise while he's engaged in the exercise. He's also speaking to you. You know, and I think that's because he's initiating some of that stuff, some, especially on long runs. Like you initiate that. These thoughts start to flow and you got to get them out. Now, speaking them like I am right now doesn't break the flow. Stopping to document them and think about how to document them. That like taking a note on your phone or even making a recording like this, this and this. I want to do this. And then you get out of the flow and you, you just don't have the same the same thought flow, the same thought that pattern to share with somebody like I am right now. And then it's broken. So people, I think a lot of times through exercise, they get there and then they share it during the exercise. It's a, it makes a lot of sense to me because once those thoughts are flowing, you can just, they come out of you. They come, they can come out of you. That doesn't break the flow. Me speaking right now, I'm kind of flowing. It doesn't break the flow for me to send that thought out. It just to stop and document it. It does. So I think I'm documenting it now. I think that's what I'm doing now. And I'm kind of initiating some flow here. Um, just, just through being impassioned and speaking to you. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. But I do want to say, especially like if you've gotten this far, a lot of what this podcast is going to be about, it's going to be about speaking to others who have found success in life, you know, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship is something I'm interested in, you know, fitness is something I'm interested in, bodybuilding is something I'm interested in, and a very philosophical means, you know, functional training is something I'm very interested in, um, you know, just figures in the community. I'm interested in that. I'm around Chattanooga, Tennessee. I already have a list of people here. I have interesting people that that are in my life. And, you know, I'm just very fortunate for that. I'm not like praising myself in that sense by sharing that. But there's some people in my life who I know people would love to hear from them because they're super interesting people. You know, I have people in my life who are professional gamblers who are very successful. Um, now I'm not telling you to go out and start gambling or become a professional gambler, but I think it's very, very interesting. And this person very, lives a very, very interesting life that, um, is very much based on stress and managing it and not doing something that he's become very, very successful at that not many people in the world can do. Very, very few. I'd, I'd be interested to know how many people in the world can be successful at that. And, um, so, you know, talk to people like that. People I know who are business owners. People I know who are very, very successful business owners. People I know who are on the verge of being entrepreneurs. Not, not, I mean, I'm sorry, not on the verge, but they're in the, in the beginning stages of being entrepreneurs and they're finding success and they're in that stage. I want to talk to those people. I want to talk to people who have ideas like me. And I know some of those, you know, who are like-minded with the fact that they want to, you know, this is their passion and they want to share it with people, not just because it's a way to earn money, but because it's a way to better people just like they bettered themselves. A lot of people that I know have come through struggles like I've come through and they've bettered themselves and they want to share it too. Because when you do, that's all you want is to give it to other people. I mean, I walk around on the street and I see people and I feel sad for them. I don't criticize them. I used to. I used to be like, look at that sad bastard. Look at that fool. Look at that broke idiot. Like, I felt that way. And I feel so bad that I ever felt that way because people need help. People just need help just like I needed help. Because when I might walk down the street like that, being in fucking shambles in my own life. 
And look at that, some other guy. And it's insecurity. It's insecurity. And when you bar st start to build confidence, when you start to build security, guess what? You don't want to damage people. You don't want to hurt people. You don't want to criticize people. You want to build people up. You want to help people. If you don't have that feeling, then you're not doing the right things yet. You're not. If you don't want to help people, you're not doing the right things yet. So I want to help people share their stories too, people who are doing better. So I want to give people tools to help themselves. And I want to find like-minded people to share in this. So not every podcast that I make is going to be this monologue, this rambling monologue. This is pretty rambling, but guess what? I'm going to put it out there. I'm just explaining myself. And I ramble sometimes. This is why maybe I'll be good at this because I do ramble. I'll learn to... Uh, I'll learn to focus it better over time, but I want to keep this passion. The passion that makes me ramble, I want to keep that and learn to focus it better over time. I want to build a podcast that people want to listen to and I'm going to have guests. You know, I had one guest, Jacob's an interesting person. He'll recur on here. I want to have other guests. I have a whole list of people, just local people that I know over time as this grows, maybe as my reach grows, I'll find people out there. The whole world, you know, is a, is, is a, is a, is a possibility for that. And as I find like-minded people, and if they want to talk with me or they want me to talk with them, I want to do that, man. This is what I want to do. I'm sitting here doing right now the, the thing I want to do the most. I'm doing it, and I hope somebody hears it and, and wants to hear what I have to say. Um, not because I think it's so important what I have to say, but I do think it's important, but only in the sense that it's important because I'm learning things that are helping me, and I want them to help you too. If you're someone who you know, can relate to some of the things I'm saying. Maybe you're in the places that you can imagine I was that I came out of. Then, you know, this can help you whether or not you accept it now. You know, maybe follow, hit that follow button, man. Listen to the next ones. Don't ever, you don't have to ever go to my coaching. I, I don't even have it yet. <laughs> I haven't even made it yet. But when it comes and you hear me mention it, if you decide to follow me and you hear me mention it and you don't want to do that, Maybe you don't have any money. Fuck, man. I don't care. You don't have to do that. Listen to these videos and just kind of gather it and try something, man. You don't need a gym. You don't need a gym to start this shit. Man, all you need is a fucking floor. Like, I'm trying to practice more of that in my own life because, like, I always wanted to go to the gym. Like, I'm a bodybuilder. Like, I love going to the gym. Like, I'm, I'm learning more functional training now. Just self-developed. Learning more functional training now. I'm getting into things like boxing. I use jump rope. Man, I do a lot of things like burpees, push-ups, body weight squats, like variations of things. I'm learning handstands. Um, you know, to, to build my upper body and stuff. And I love it. I love practicing. It's so fun to me. But guess what? If you got a floor or maybe a floor and a wall, maybe a floor, a wall and a table, you've got something to row on. You can do rows with a table. You can do handstands with a wall. You can do push-ups, you know, sit-ups, squats, mountain climbers. Um, you know, you can do dips off a table. You got a whole gym, man. If you've just got a floor, you got a gym. <laughs> If you just got a floor, you got a gym. And uh, that's something that Wes Watson taught me. And it's something we all know. We all know we can practice calisthenics. But people think, well, you can't really get it all right there. You fucking can. You can get it all on a floor. I'm telling you. And you can build some real mental discipline making progress on a floor. You can make some real mental discipline making progress on the floor because guess what you start them push-ups and push-ups are hard to do you know what i mean when you're starting and you, it's hard to get through 10 
and then you're getting through 25 and then you're putting sets of 25 into, you know, a, a, a workout of 100. And then maybe you're, you know, building throughout the day up to you're doing 500 a day and you're throwing in the, the crunches um, and maybe leg raises and maybe body weight squats. And now maybe you're doing 500 of all of those a day. Well, guess what? You'll get somewhere. You'll fucking get somewhere doing that. Well, guess what else? If you want to get to the next level, you're going to have to go somewhere else with it. Not not to a gym, but you know, you're going to have to be doing 600 a day, then 700 a day, then 1,000 a day. Maybe you're throwing in runs or you're getting outside and you're hanging on trees and doing the pull-ups and shit. It doesn't matter, man. You can do something with anything. I promise you. If you're on the fucking couch, slide your ass off of it. Hold your hands straight behind you. Hold yourself up off that couch with your hands straight behind you. Now lower yourself. Just lower. Hold your feet out straight like in a, uh, almost in a recliner position. Don't, don't hold yourself up at all with your legs. Your hands, your arms are behind you like this and just lower your ass down till it's closer to the floor. And you know, your arms will be like this and then push up. That's a body weight dip on your couch. The same fucking couch that you're sitting there eating chips on, watching Netflix Guess what? Throw the chips down. Watch the Netflix. I don't give a fuck. But put your hands on there and do a body weight dip. You got a fucking piece of workout equipment. The same one you're getting fat and lazy on. You got a piece of workout equipment. Okay? I'm not saying that to you because I'm saying you're, you're pathetic. You should do something better with your... I'm saying it because I promise you, if there's things in your life you struggle with, these things can help make it better. It's not about vanity. It's not about... Um, oh, well, I don't care if I don't look better. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't care if I'm ripped or not. There are people out there. I had a friend once. He told me, I was like, man, don't you, don't you want to be ripped? Don't you want to be shredded? He's like, nah, man, I just want to be fat. And he was dead serious. He was 100% dead serious. And you know what? I can't fault him for that. I can't fault him for that. I can't. If you want it, you get what you want. I promise you it will take years off your life. Um, but that is your choice. Life is your choice. I'm not here to criticize anyone, man. Life is your choice. But if you're out here, if you found me and you said to yourself, like, okay, like I'm, I'm he sounds a lot like I was. He sounds like he came from a place like I am now. And he sounds like he found the things that help make it you better. And like, maybe I'll try some of this. Man, it starts with just doing, I mean, it can start with some fitness. It can start with practicing a hobby. Whatever it is, man, just practice something that you got to get better at that's hard to do. It's hard to do. Fitness is the perfect outlet for it because it's hard to do and it makes you healthier. If you're retaining more muscle, now I'm not telling you every bodybuilder in the world's healthier. There are bodybuilders that don't always look to that. There are bodybuilders out there in the world. I find it super impressive. I find it super interesting, but I don't want to be it. I don't want to be it. You know, they're dropping dead at 40 because they're, they just have too much mass. I don't care if the mass is lean or fat. If you have an overabundance of mass for what your body was made to be based on, you know, how you grew up, how you developed, the sizes you got that are natural to you. And then if you go, if you're a 180 pound person, pretty naturally, six foot, 180 pounds, you know, that's where you kind of sit. If you eat, de you know, decent and, 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 and live naturally at your size, you should be. And you grow, you know, guy, like I'm talking pro bodybuilders and stuff through supplement supplementation and and, and 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 eating the way they have to eat and training the way they have to train. And they grow, that person's a 180 pound person, they grow to 300 pounds off season and maybe they compete at 270. You watch them and I'm not saying that's not impressive. I'm super interested in the sport. I think it's cool as fuck. I think it's neat, kind of, 
because those people are sacrificing themselves very much so. And they probably, at this day and age, they know the consequences. But if you're carrying around 100 pounds, even if it's lean, of extra mass that your body wasn't really like designed or, you know, built to carry, you're taking years off your life. When you're supplying all that with blood, when you're supplying all that with oxygen, when your body's internal systems, your organs, and the things that, you know, make your body run are working overtime to do that day in and day out for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, you've hurt yourself. I promise you. Now, it's not to take away from anybody who does it. It's personal choice. It's 100% personal choice. This is not a critique of those people. In a way, I'm saying thank you to those people because you give us something really interesting to look at. And I don't think self-sacrifice is a completely, uh, n you know, not a noble endeavor. You know, that's what uh, the person who sacrifices himself on the military battlefield to save his friends. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not saying a bodybuilder is in any means that. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. But to me, to look to someone who can sacrifice themselves for greatness is still very much, you know, that's an interesting perspective. I'm not saying everyone should do that. But, you know, it's, you know, it, to me, it's, it's just like a form of asceticism. When I say asceticism, I mean, you know, like a, a monastical asceticism, almost like a monk who goes away and, um, uh, you know, rejects all the luxuries of life and practices, you know, monks, they go away and they, they live in a monastery among a group of monks and they, they don't, you know, um, they don't even know where their food's coming from. They go out and they, they, they pray for alms or, or beg for alms it means they go out and they ask for their food every day, like beggars on purpose. They don't, they didn't, they're not that way because they, you know, life th threw a curveball at them. And they ended up homeless or whatever. They're that way because they said that they want to reject all this stuff. They, you know what? <laughs> In a sense, that's exactly what I'm talking about. All this stuff, all this abundance, all this luxury, all this comfort. Comfort's not good for us. It's not. I promise you it's not. I promise you an abundance of comfort, comfort is not good for you. And over time, it, it doesn't happen overnight, but you know, someone who's ascetic, someone who's an ascetic, um, they reject that. And they practice a life of, of simplicity and, um, you know, of uh, minimalism. And they, they go out and they beg for their food. They don't get to even to choose what they eat. They get whatever they can have given to them for that particular day. And I've listened to people talk about this, people who went and shared that life with them for a period of time and came out just so they could understand how it works and, and what these people, how these people live. And I find it, um, I find it beautiful. I find it very much beautiful. And I'm not telling everybody out there that it, it requires going to an extreme like that. But what I can say is, you know, the rejection of some luxury, um, self-imposed self-denial or imposed self-denial, you know, um, forcing some suffering in your life. And when I get up at 5 a.m. and I go to a 30 degree cold plunge, it feels like suffering. I want it to. Not only that, 
I want to find more suffering to endure because the more I suffer, the more I get better. And these are the kinds of things I want to share with other people. I want to share a framework in which you can get better. It's not just going to be a fitness framework that I coach. It's going to be a mindset framework. It's going to be a personal developed framework. And I want to teach you how to make it more intuitive. And I'm still learning it. I'm still learning how to become more intuitive, but I'm way more intuitive about my approach to these things that I practice than I was when I started. I want to teach you how to become more intuitive and then to take it as your own and to practice it for the rest of your life, which is exactly 100% what I intend to do. Because if I have to live life without these practices, I don't think I'm interested in doing that. I don't think I'm interested in carrying our own life where I don't have the freedom to make myself work hard at things that I'm practicing. If I can't go out for a 5 a.m., you know, three, four mile run, not to say that's a long way to run. I'm not a runner, but I like to go out and push in a run. I like to go, for, you know, cycle. I like to cycle for long, you know, cardio sessions. I like to row. I like to, you know, just even the treadmill. But I like to go outside. I like to be in the elements, man. I like to be in nature and run. And there's nothing more flow inducing than that. And it, it seems so hard. <laughs> like when you get into it, it seems so hard. And every time you do it again, it seems hard. But then you get to this place where you're like, fuck, this is what I needed. This is what I needed. And when you find out what you need, then you have a plan. And that's what I want to share with people. And that's what this podcast is about. So like I'm an hour and 20 in. I'm going to get back to the thing that I'm doing. I do want to say especially if you've made it this far, maybe I should say this uh, in a, a little bit of an intro that these videos and recordings will get better, much, much better because I got equipment. <laughs> it's set up at home. Um, you know, I'm running my podcast on a MacBook. I got, you know, a more professional microphone set up. We just bought a camera. we got everything we need to make content. And here I am on the same iPhone that any content I've ever made has been on so far, but it's going to get better. I'm going to do the podcast at home, whether it be monologues or with guests, um, I might do some in-person, you know, po podcasts with guests. I want to do some podcasts with my wife. She's practicing in a lot of the same things that I am. And I want her to share some of her story, you know, some where she's come from, some of where she's going, some of the things she's going through now. Um, she has friends who are entrepreneurs that I want to get on. Um, I have friends that are entrepreneurs or just, you know, interesting people that I'm going to have on and the quality will get better. So if you're, you're listening to this now and you hear anything that you like, man, please come along and follow with us and uh, engage with me, man. Reach out, email me, message me, ask me questions. I'll give it to you free. I'll give it to you free. You know, um, I haven't fully developed a coaching program yet. It's in the process. I promise you that a coaching website is coming. And if you want something like that, something that's formal, I'll offer you that. And I want everybody who wants to, to participate in that. I would love to have you. But if you just want, you know, right now, I'm not having a lot of engagement that I have to, uh, you know, participate in, in, in engaging back. So I'm free to do that now. So if you're finding this video and it's early on, and you want to engage with me, man, reach out. I'll talk to you. I promise I'll talk to you. I'll give you anything I can give you that might help that's within my means right now. And um, I hope to find a following. I hope to find people who are like-minded, but I also find pe I also hope to find people who need to hear the message that I want to share. And uh, there it is. That's uh, This is Intuition Podcast, Episode 2. If you've made it this far, man, you're a trooper. And I, I don't have a name. I mean, I have a name. My name's Quentin, but I don't have a name in the sense of being an established content producer or creator. And um, I want to build that. 
But if you're listening to me now and I don't even have a name, you know, I know it must be meaningful to you. Um, either that or you're someone who knows me and I've shared it with you and you, you followed along. But, man, follow along and um, listen and tell me what you want to hear. If you tell me about things that you want to hear, I'll, I'll talk about them. I'll talk about them. I'll work at getting better at maintaining my focus and like harnessing this passion a little bit. This passion made this podcast, but you know, it was a little, it was a little meandering, but I'll get better at getting focused and staying on course. But for now, I'm just going to put up what I make. And, um, you know, I got some conversations planned soon. I got the, I got, um, you know, the word out to a few people who have expressed interest in coming on with me that I want to have on and we'll talk, you know, for an hour or two or for however longer. And, um, hopefully we can, you know, share some things that are, you find are interesting, you find are entertaining, but also that you're finding can help you be uh, a better version of you. I'm trying to make a better version of me. I'm a way better version of me than I was last year. Last year was a better version of me than the year before that and the year before that. And to go back about four years and then take a 10-year chunk and every year I was decreasing in, in myself. I was becoming a worse version of myself and I hit a wall and I changed it. Um, and I'm not a complete product yet. And I maybe never will be, but I promise you every day my goal is to progress and please if you're interested in doing that come along with me and in any way i can help you progress i want to help you progress it's all i'm passionate about doing i want to i've become better for the people in my life i've become better for my own son for my wife and our kids um we're a blended family you know so we share kid we we um you know have kids that uh this is very much a family however you know, we're a blended family, but I'm better for her kids. I'm better for my kid. I'm better for her. You know, she's becoming better for me. We're all better all the way around. Our extended families, we're better for. All because it sounds silly. It's all because we went to the gym. And the gym led to the food. And the food led to the discipline. And the discipline led to, oh, this works. And that led to, how can we find more? It's just, it's that simple. It's easy. There's nothing hard about this. You just need somebody to tell you, you know, what to do. That's it. It's not hard. It's not hard. Knowing what to do is hard. But once you've learned what to do, it's not hard. It's not at all. And you can better yourself. You can better your life. And you can be better for the people around you. And how far out can that reach go? That reach can go so far. Man, um, if you listened, I, you know, I love people. I have a love for people. In the past, I've had anger for people. And I'm not to say that I'm not, I'm not going to sit on here on this camera and say that that's completely erased. It's not. This impassioned me, this loving me is not what I am all the time. The me that took me so low, it still exists inside there. And sometimes it still emerges. It's a daily practice. It's a daily practice. I'm practicing every day so that I can be better for people out there. So I can be better for people here. So I can be better for this one here. <laughs> and be better for everybody. And help them to be better for themselves. For their loved ones. For their loved ones, loved ones. For the people around them. For people out there I don't even know I want to be better for. Thank you for listening. If you did, please listen to more. 
Um, and there'll be more coming. Uh, now that I've started, I don't think I'm ever going to stop. I think this will get better. Thank you. Take care.